You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Making Waves Welcome, everyone, to Making Waves, the Shiprock Podcast. This is episode 30. Uh, my name is Justin. I'm here with my host, Chad. Say Hello. hey, Chad. Hey, there you go. And tonight, guys, is a real special one for us because now we're going to get a little bit more of the inner workings of how Shiprock works and uh, and with one of the people who's super essential to what it is what we do and how he captures um, the experience for you guys. And then, you know, we can relive it for the year after until we go on the next cruise. So please, without further ado, welcome uh, Chris Bradshaw. Hey, Chris. Hey, how are you? We're we're doing well, man. You know what? This is this is really we're actually really stoked about this one because a lot of people just don't know all of the chaos that goes on behind the scenes. So hopefully we can kind of enlighten them a little bit. They see us, but they just never know what's going on. Anyway, Chris, uh, briefly, I'll explain to people what you do. You are the uh, video and photography, uh, basically. I call me director, manager, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, Dude, sure. You head uh, you head up our video and photography uh, department for the cruise, and uh, you and your team basically shoot this entire thing from morning to night. Uh, Eighteen to twenty hour workdays are not uncommon, and then we get to basically live through your photos and obviously your your videos, and then the short films we show uh, during the next twelve months to get us ready for the next cruise and just keep people excited and stoked about it. So it's really a pleasure because we have a lot of questions for you, man. And dare I say yeah. that, uh, Chris, I think that you single-handedly have brought Sexy back as well, because I haven't seen you in a long time. And, uh, on top of that long list of awesomeness, yeah. the sexiness yeah. is also there. Uh, yes, because I need to explain this, because what Chad's talking about is that uh, eventually this video will be available for public viewing. Um, is Chris's hair is like, basically, if angel wings were painted the color of honey, that's basically what Chris's hair is. Very Thor like. I mean, I got a shit ton wow. of hair, but I'm in, I'm in Jealousville right now. So oh, this is geez. oh Jesus! I don't even want to look at you anymore. I'm looking oh, at the man. fucking wall. He's come. I straight. think the only person that's jealous is me. Or only people that should be jealous are are Al and I. And, and I don't know if you know this or not, but for the first time, thirty episodes in, and we have the captain on the show too. So it's a real yeah. So yeah. yes, welcome everyone. I didn't want to bring that up just yet, but I, I but yes, Alan, well, thank I, you so I much for being part of this. this. I had heard of this amazing person named Chris Bradshaw, and uh, oh. I, my interest was piqued, and so I wanted to come on here. And I'm, he's uh, he straight from Valhalla. I yeah. love, geez, this 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 kindness and attention. You, you no, know, I, I love it. I wanted to come on this one because Chris is a, Chris is truly an integral part of our team, part of our our Aspor family, and and does just ridiculous 
great work for us and the amount of hours that he and his team put in. And uh, so, yeah, I figured I would show my face for this one. Cool. Yeah. Um, well, Chris, I think the way to start, man, is you're working on, I guess this can be your 10th year coming up in 2022. Um, and when you got started, when you, let me ask you, when you first got started and you, you, you came on board and you were somewhat, I don't know if, I can't remember if you had a team or not, or if it was just kind of you. Yeah. It, well, when I, I was, I came on, mm -hmm. um, just for photo. Yeah. So when you year. came on, were you, would you, when you got on and we went to a bigger boat at that point, we became a full size, you know, we were a full size ship at that point and everything. Were you kind of going, what did I get myself into? No. I, well, we were still a, we were still a half. Oh, yeah. were we a half? Okay. In 2011. Hey, you're that's 11. my old mind. Yeah, that's so right. I apologize. That's right. No, I, I get it. Some, sometimes years morph together and you got to sort them out. Okay. Know? We were still a half. That. Okay. Very good. Yeah, we were still a half. But I mean, I was not familiar. I had been shooting shows. I was mm -hmm. shooting concerts for a daily newspaper. Uh, for, I don't know, a year and a half at that point and really never heard, I had heard, I should say, I've heard of a rock cruise, like that it existed, but I had no idea what, what it was, would be like. Yeah. And, um, you know, when I, when I thought about it, that, that, that first one, which is 2011, that was in some ways the easiest one because I had no idea what was going to happen. I just brought all my gear, showed up, and just never stopped moving. And I, I, didn't, I did not get a lot of sleep at all. I mean, I had, it, but, but I, my plan was, my evil plan was, let me come on, I'll bust my ass, and hopefully get asked back. That was the plan. So, yeah. Uh, so, but the first one, I had no idea what was like, I was just running around and there's this happening, then that happening. And because I, I had no idea what to expect, uh, it was, it was just, it was just, it was a wild time. It was so different. Yeah. And, but it was uh, a little bit of a baptism by fire <laughs> for you too, because I mean, you really, you really did get thrust into it that first year and, and, uh, you know, I, I will say this. Yeah, you know, he. I, I think, I think of Chris as the. Uh, oh crap! Now I'm, I'm old and I'm totally spacing the name. What's the John Wick? He's the John Wick of photographers. <laughs> like Wick, Wick's got like guns and knives and things stashed all over his body. Same and body when, count. And when Chris shows up, he has this entire full body like bat suit utility belt thing going on with like cameras it's and lights and meters and. I mean, it's, I don't know how he walks around with it's. He might as well be in the military carrying like a you know 150 pound rucksack or something. Gosh, I mean, he's, so he's not only reminds me of Inspector Deck. Yeah, he's not only <laughs> racing around the ship taking pictures and video and bumping you know, into ship rockers and bumping all into, along I mean, the way. Which I'm, I'm so this, sorry, ship rockers. Lugging all of this stuff around all at once. But yeah, but, no, I mean, you were you were you were amazing that first year and and the quality thank of. Thank you. Of, of your pictures was such that I wasn't even about to not ask you back. And, <laughs> and I love Thank that. You. I love that it's grown into a, uh, into video as well. Oh yeah. yeah. So that's what I was going to, I was going to, I'm sorry, Alan, uh, I was going to bring up and now we've, let's say, let's come 10 years forward and you're, you've got a team, 
but that hasn't slow having a team hasn't slowed down your you know be able to give you a chance to breathe that you guys go just as hard as when you were just kind of a one-man show because there's just so much to navigate because a the, the ship itself you're navigating that which i want to get to here shortly and how the hell you get from end to end in about 90 seconds i've timed you one time tunnels and, uh, <laughs> Yeah. And I, I, I'm curious with your team, when you and your team that are shooting basically photo, video, and then editing afterwards, after it's all said and done, you're like you're on tour, you know, you got to get in your bay and start editing. Um, how do you go about assigning who's going to do what? On the ship? On the ship. As far as like daily? Okay. Yeah, like, hey, who's so, going to go do this? And how do you know what to cover? Okay, so um, mm -hmm. what help, we usually we meet up before ship rocked and talk about new ideas, you know, for so no matter when we're starting, it's like, okay, so let's go over last year. You know, let's, let's, what did we learn from that? What, what, what new ideas do we have to bring to uh, this ship rocked? Um, and we'll get uh, usually what I do, you know, cause we have that, fortunate to have that big production office where we all have our computers and uh, we have our meetings and things like that. I have a, on a big table, I always bring these big blow ups of the schedule and everyone's usually jealous of it because I have it laid across two big tables and we make notes. You know, we, we, we go, okay, we chunk it down. We make sure we know, uh, we we have everything covered between the mm. the, uh, the the performances and the the gatherings and the the different activities, um, but it's important to even though we have this huge uh, sheet of paperwork, the schedule. It's like you just deal with it chunk at a time. You know, you don't. We're not shooting ship rocked on 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 day one. We're we're shooting day one, day one, <laughs> and so. And so we we make sure we we take notes to make sure we got uh, of the footage we got, and that's the benefit of being able to shoot bands a second time. Mm -hmm. um, we might say, "All right, uh, uh, let's for the second show, let's do more telephoto to give it a different look, rather than wide or or get more crowd. Let's let's step back into the crowd and." get more crowd on this performance. Um, but really it's, it's um, th the benefit we have is having done it so often or so long there, there's, it's kind of, it's kind of a double-edged sword. So when you have experience, when you do do something long enough, um, you get a comfort, you, you develop some confidence. So, when the next ship rock comes, okay, you've done it before. You 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 recall that experience and that you know that confidence you have, but you don't want to be too comfortable. You know, when you're too comfortable, you can make mistakes. You can forget something. You can't walk in like, oh man, yeah, this is a piece of cake. We got this. Um, so, and really, anytime I'm shooting. I, I always remind myself that in a fun way. I just, you know, don't mess this up. You know, this would be, this would be a good time to not suck. Don't, don't, 
don't let this year be the year. You know? So I, we, we, and we tease each other about it, but to keep it fun, but we, we always try to remind ourselves of the responsibility that we have. Well, I will say this, there's a saying that Al from Ascor has that, and I'll probably botch it, but it's something along the lines of, uh, you know, success is 90% showing up and giving a shit and the other 10% is hard work. And Chris puts not, he puts a hundred percent showing up and giving a shit and a hundred percent hard work and a hundred percent, uh, you know, keeping it fresh. And so, I mean, I, that's fuzzy math. I know, but, <laughs> but he, he, Chris is right. He doesn't get complacent and he really cares um, about our community. He cares about what we provide to them following the cruise and it, whether it be photos or videos. And, uh, and so it's, you know, and we, you and I, Chris, we have conversations before every cruise too, where we look back at what we have and I may have some silly idea or sometimes we'll share other videos back and forth and go, Oh, that's kind oh, of, cool. for sure. but he, re- he really does care, um, about this cruise, about our community of guests, um, about the quality of his work. And so, I mean, that's, and I will say, as far as his work area goes, yes, everyone is jealous of of the photo video table because when we're in the production office, he has his world set up before anybody else, long before even our side of things is set up. And he's got, and he's got everything's labeled. He's got signs on the front of the tables. He's got like SIM card sections. It's like a warehouse on a table with like all these tape marks, squares, and he puts things here. And, I mean, it's, it's really impressive what he does in an amazing short period of time. Yeah, anyone with OCD would have a flying, they'd go into a fit. If they walked in there, it looks like uh, he's got his whole arsenal of cameras and everything. So it's it's quite impressive. Um, <laughs> really, I, I always crack me up. Well, I think that's a testament to how much he cares. He, I mean, absolutely. He, he really absolutely. organized. What I love about Chris, there's a lot of, Chris and I talk through the year. And so we're always just giving each other a call, but I always, I'm, I'm so amused by Chris. We're jumping around in this conversation, but I'm always amused by Chris. Well, I see him running around the ship doing photo, doing video, whatever. And then we'll have like a, one of our excursions, like a pool, you know, pool party or whatever. And I'm walking up the pool and all of a sudden he just kind of emerges out of the deep in his like wetsuit and stuff. I'm like, Oh, he's down there too. Huh? Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie, Mr. Like, Deeds? That reminds me. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sneaky John Turturro's part. Sneaky. Yeah. Sneaky. <laughs> yeah. Don't underestimate the sneakiness. Yeah. You totally 100% on the nose. Uh, I'm going to let you finish, Justin, but I had to make a note of it. That's no, no. Listen, man. Chris hustles harder. So it's 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 crazy. But his whole you know, team is that way, too. They're, they, they, they all kind of work off that same mindset that Ed, everybody, the whole team works in that kind of uh, demeanor. I don't I think that's a what they want to do. They've kind of picked this influence up from Chris on how much this this means to not only us and to Alan and ask for, but to the, sh- the ship rockers when they get home and they start seeing these yeah. photos and videos going, Holy shit. How did they get, I get conversations all the time. Like, how did they get that shot? I'm like, don't ask me how he got it. Cause I, I know there's multiple arms going on and a lot of people <laughs> shooting, but I'm like, he got a shot of on his way to like to see a shoot a band and do video, but he also got a whole shot of like 20 ship rockers doing different activities at that one time within a 30 second span. I'm like going head on a swivel stuff. <laughs> I have a couple of like rudimentary questions. Cause it, it brings what you're saying, you know, Justin and what everybody's kind of commented on Chris. And I, I've known you since Wilson started doing the ship in 2014, 14, I think. 14. Um, it, yep. And, it, and I want to get to that. Cause it, it, not just Wilson, but 
my interaction with you. But first off, there's something that I think is important, uh, whether you don't want to get nerdy with it or not. But I, I have to ask so everybody knows. What drew you of all the art forms or just in general, the, like, how did you get photography as the bug that you wanted to, you know, to or the itch you wanted to scratch? And why did you decide what made you decide to keep moving forward once the art became commerce as well for yourself? Uh, wow. Um, it it uh, I've well, I've always loved. I've always loved photography, but never got into it. Um, I would just always grab little junky cameras like growing up and get, get photos developed, but I never got into, uh, like, like a, a, a real camera, detachable lenses. And, um, because it was just, it looked very involved and it just kind of scared me. Overwhelming. Um, so, but I, but I, I mean, I've, I, I think what, in a way to, to answer it one way is to say what made me push through and, and, and pursue photography, there was also a love of live music there. And that goes back years. So that was laying there in, in, in like in the wave. but I finally decided to get like a real camera. And it wasn't until after digital cameras came out. So that was the new, uh, the new technology. And I, I said, you know what, I'm, I want to, I want to get a camera. And I didn't get it, uh, this camera until I was like 39. So, and this was, this was in 2008. And, um, so I, uh, I decided I'm going to get this camera. And one of the guys on my team, Nick helped me buy it. He said, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll help you buy it. What's your budget? get this. It has, it comes with a kit lens. And, uh, so I finally decided to do it, like to get a camera. And I was like freaked out by this thing with all these buttons and it, it's intimidating. Um, but, uh, I was like, I just, I just wanted to learn it. So trying to plow ahead here. Uh, I remember Nick told me, cause at the time I was just shooting outdoor stuff. I was walking around shooting, you know, whether it be a sunset or birds or uh, um, uh, anything outside at the beach or something. And he had told me, put your settings, leave your settings on this ISO, that you, with, which is speed of about 200. Um, and just put, leave this on, this setting on aperture pr priority at about a five, six. This is nerdy stuff, but basically he just said, Leave it there, you'll be fine. But he he told me that while we were out shooting outdoors one day, and uh, uh, but I I didn't realize like you got to change that constantly depending on light. Wasn't even thinking about that. And I get this idea because a, a friend of mine had this club in uh, in Fort Myers that national bands would come to and. I, I just thought to myself, that would be cool. I'm gonna, let me go try and shoot a band. And so I showed up with my camera and got in <laughs> and started taking photos. And I kept looking down. I'm like, this looks terrible. And I'm just trying. It just, 
it was a, it was a it was a terrible experience. And like every every now I don't know how many photos I took, but I every now and then I might get something that looked maybe okay, but it was basically they were all blurry. Um, and so uh, I, I was just really uh, just really disappointed, and I, I thought I bought the wrong camera, so. I talked to, to Nick the next day who knew I was going to shoot this band. He goes, hey, man, how'd that go? I go, not good, man. He goes, what, what happened? <laughs> I go, what's up with this camera that you told me to buy? Well, what, what happened? I'm like, it's all streaky and blurry and it just, it sucks. He goes, well, what'd you have your camera set at? I'm like, what are you talking about? Because your camera settings, your shutter speed, your ISO. I'm like, I had it where you told me to put it. You know, it's ISO 200, aperture priority 5.6. So basically, the, the camera was set to broad daylight. And at an aperture, it would, the, the shutter would just stay open long enough to get enough light in. And then it would close. And it was just... So it was just horrendous. And he starts laughing his ass off. He's like, dude, it's not the camera. It, it's you. <laughs> and so, so kind of a, a little long-winded story of that happened. And I was pissed. And I was determined to, to learn what I had to do to do better. And so he, we went over some settings and I'm like, when's the next show? And it wasn't for like another month or something. So it took a while, but every time I kept going back to this club, I just, you know, it, I'd get a, make a little progress, which would make me get excited about getting even, trying to do even better. And so, and that back then it was just, I just wanted a nice, clean, decently lit shot. The whole rabbit hole of different lenses and uh and composure and shot anticipation that was something that just would come you know later on but that's that's where it started and uh but once I got going with it I just I just I didn't want to stop can can I ask you a question before um we keep going on this part because it, it sounds to me like by trial and error and your own perseverance, you decided that the 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 art that you found that you fell in love and love with visually perfecting your version of it is what drove you to continue to do what you do. But subsequently, probably free concert tickets were also pretty nice once you were able to get that clean shot. And you're like, this is what I'm going to do because I saved some money. And Who hey, and then just for free concert tickets. <laughs> Every, I mean, literally, my friend, my all my friends from Ray, who, who's been on the ship, to yeah. Joe Gall, Camera Jesus, uh, that are all all work in this man. area. They they all started doing exactly what you're doing, and it's kind of like the driver, right? You know, your love and obsession for some sort of other yeah. art form mixed with the multimedia. But that brings yeah. me up to a question I wanted to ask because. You said it right when you started. It's like, hey, how do you get your shit together? Justin asked, like before a tour, I mean, before the ship starts and uh, you have a day where you get together and you, you talk about what happened last 
um, cruise and what you want to achieve this cruise. And every year, especially in your field, there's new tech, right? Oh. That comes out that just blows the fucking last year's tech. So is this something that like you're trying, I mean, and being on a ship and applying things like drones, not just to me- mention the laws that go along with things like that, but also the amount of money that you invest in lenses oh, and, and yeah, yeah. So when you guys sit down, are you guys discussing how you're going to utilize in those conversations new tech? And what's some of your current favorites right now uh, in that new tech area? We talk, I mean, we have a variety of gear. We all do. We, and we're all, we all pretty much are fans of using whatever gets, whatever gets the job done. Some of us have Canon cameras. Uh, Sony's are awesome. You know, as far as their uh, the video capabilities, I I have Sony as well. Um, we we pretty much just bring everything we have. I mean, or what's possible. I mean, especially if we're flying. So yeah. you got to keep. You have to have some boundaries as to like what's what's necessary. Um, but uh, but and we've got one of our guys, Patrick, shoots a, a, with a red camera. Um, we, I mean, we keep, we keep current with our gear. Um, but, but I also use some cameras that I've had for five years just because they, they, they work, they They still work. And it's just, uh, um, and that's kind of what, what, where I, a long time ago, I got in the habit of having multiple cameras that, that Alan was referring to, but it, it was so you can have a different lens on a different body. You're not switching on the fly. You just have it there. It's ready to go. You're, you can go wide. You can go tight. You just have everything at your disposal. Um, so, uh, but after I've had the same team for a few years now, so we pretty much got our gear kind of game down as far as what we, what we know we need. Um, what works. Yeah. Yeah. And we just like to, we like to mix it up. Like we'll, we have some times when we'll throw a um, one of our cameras on a steady cam and have it nice, have so we have some nice smooth footage to go with the raucous, bouncy footage. And yeah, uh, yeah. Well, it's cool to hear those trends. I just like like to hear what your if your plans are like. Are you going to use one of those Ricoh 360 cameras and get like the whole entire you know that sort of shit that comes out every year? You're just like wow. That, that's when you mentioned. Yeah, that yeah we did a 360 yeah. this year. Yeah, so we we brought that and we made a couple clips. It was a uh, it was the uh, GoPro Max three sixty. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah and we yeah. use it, and that's one of those that's one of those looks where it, it's just fun to use every now and then. Just a real quick little drop it in there, and oh, what the, and then go back to like like kind of normal footage. Um, yeah, yeah. Not Chris, something Chris and I talked before each cruise. Like we'll watch other concert festival recap videos or we've even watched other cruise videos too and there's always there's always some silly effect yeah. or editing or whatever that goes on and I, I think chris and i are in agreement that a lot of times well it's like anything you get too kitschy or if you get too gimmicky it it you know like we've seen videos where it's just like all slow-mo all the time and i and i sit there and i think well you're missing so much amazing footage by just having a handful of clips, like all really slow through the whole thing, which is great. But so I, I love how Chris, Chris mixes it up with 
with the tricks and the editing and everything else. I, you, Chris, you mentioned several times the team. I know it's grown over the years, but I mean, how, how many are we now on on team video photo? Uh, this this year we were six, and that was because um, we had been four. Yeah, the last couple years because it, it's hard because I I like to keep a really lean team um, because it's, it's, it's a, it's a tough dilemma. Like we, I, I want us to get a lot of footage, but I also don't want to be in the way. I don't want it to be an eyesore and pull the ship rockers away from the magic and just have just cameras everywhere and people running all around. So I try to be mindful of, of letting, um, letting them just have that connection with the bands. And, uh, but, uh, this year, and it's like Alan mentioned, we, we talked about, it. I had an idea and I, I, I just felt like, okay, we've done this. And I was thinking about, uh, Shiprock 2020. I had this idea of wanting like a little doc crew, a little documentary crew. And, um, because we were kind of maxed out. I, I felt we were maxed out as to what we could do with all of the coverage we were getting. But I wanted to hear more from ship rockers. I wanted them to just, uh, just talk away. And when you, one of my main guys is trying to get from the deck to the theater to, to, try to get him to go talk to someone and it, it had them look into the camera and it just, that wasn't going to work. And, and I was, I was, I'd be asking too much of them. And so I just thought it would be great to have a guy with a microphone and uh, another camera. Cause you, you could, the, the, the person with the microphone can just be the kind of gatherer, you know, like, Hey, Hey, what's going on? Um, if, cause, cause ship rockers are very approachable, you know, if you're walking down that promenade and, and, uh, there's Waiting always something happening. <laughs> and, uh, so, uh, unfortunately Alan was like, yeah, that sounds, that sounds cool. You know, let's, oh, let's try that. Yeah. We had talked about that uh, for a while. I mean, it, I think we had done it a little bit in the past, but, um, it was one thing that I felt like it's one thing to cover live concerts mm-hmm. i mean how how many and, and again no no dissing concert photographers but how many of those up from the pit shots can you see you know and one thing you and i've always talked about is really trying to make sure that both in photo and video that we showcase what the cruise is really about which is yeah. the guests and the vacation aspect of it yes it's a music festival yes there's that music uh part of it and that's i mean obviously that's a big huge part of it but it's also a vacation. It's also, it's also a, a family gathering. And, you know, so I, I always, I've always wanted to make sure we had that. And I'm glad that, you know, Chris agreed that uh, approached me about this idea. Cause it's something that we had done a little bit of in the past, but yeah, felt like and it, and, it, and it worked. I mean, there was, there were some things that we adjusted on the fly. Like we looked at some footage. We're like, uh, you know, but that's part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just to have this, have this 
two-person crew just focusing on ship rockers, going around with the mic and um, whether like that was, uh, and there'll be more content coming out with, in videos that you'll see more, more of that. But on the, this past one, um, which featured a lot of uh, Bad Flower and, and Josh uh, kind of uh, running the ship cup segment, um, there was, a, there was a bit of, uh, you know, like talking to fans about a band and it's just cool to hear that. Um, and, uh, uh, and we would talk about, uh, Hey, wouldn't it be cool if like, uh, like talk about one of the things that didn't turn out great, like it's probably, uh, would be funny to, to hear. We were, I said, you know, it'd be cool. What if you go out on the deck during one of the you know, the big shows, I said, don't interrupt a fan watching the band. Never do that. But if, if in between songs, if you can kind of get their attention, maybe, maybe run over and just kind of get a quick, uh, you know, review of the show or, or go over and go, Hey, man. And so I was talking with them and I said, wouldn't it be cool if like a song ends and you run over to a fan and you're like, Hey, who is this on stage right now? And they go, Odor Bridge, yeah. And then cut, and the next song starts. Like we're like, that would be so cool. They're like, yeah, yeah, let's try that. And so they come back to the production office later that night. And go, oh, you, dude, you gotta see this footage. And we watch this video, and and you see they they're they're walking there. They find a, a, a big Ultra Bridge fan just singing along, just so animated. And uh, and and the song ends, and our guy goes over and goes, "Hey, man!" And the guy's like, "Who's on stage right now?" And he hands him the microphone, and he points the microphone. And he's like, "What? <laughs> Who's on stage right now?" And he goes. Uh, and he points to this jumbo LED screen that says Alter Bridge. He's like, uh, Alter Bridge? He goes, all right, man, cool. Have a good time. See ya. <laughs> Big gulps, eh? See you later. <laughs> We're just it laughing. We're just laughing our asses off because it's like, Chris, all right, well, all right, mate, we, we might need to refine that idea a little. <laughs> Chris, I, I tell you, it's funny. Alan mentioned that really at the end of the day, this is about the ship rockers. And when we go into socials and we post some of your photos or videos and it, it's, if it's ship rocker centric, that gets the most hits. That gets the most love. They love seeing the artist ones, but when they see themselves or their friends or their community, that's when they get really stoked and hyped about it. Because really at the end of the day, that's, they want to see themselves having a great time. And that's what we're here to provide. One of the things I'm always impressed with is the work you guys do in post. And I don't want to get too nerdy, but the way you guys are able to sync some things, there's one that stands out. When we had Stone Sour, you had a scene where Corey was getting ready to go on a song. And you guys nailed it because we're playing a Stone Sour song as the, as, as the bed. And he pops this collar at the same time as the song kind of like, there's a little moment in the, when the guitar riff hits and he pops the collar, I'm going... That was nails. Whoever edited that scene, I was like, that right there is magic. And that's really, really hard to do. And that to me is like where you guys, obviously the footage is amazing, but what you guys do with it afterwards, that's, I'm always like looking at, and I, 
being someone who likes this this medium quite a, a lot, I'm always I have to push myself back to my desk and go, wow, that is oh. fucking fantastic. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that dude, it translates to the fans. They see that too. They may not be able I to verbalize so. that, but they, they can go, man. The way they did Corey yelling and it kind of sunk, it was like it went at the same time. I'm like, yeah, it's just post magic, but you guys do it really well. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. And that's, and that's, that's the fun after, after running around for five days um, at, to, to come back and, and, and look through it slower. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, that's something, a, a huge part of, of the visuals that, uh, is it's kind of obvious, but I'll, I'll state it. We are very fortunate to have such great subjects. I mean, so shooting shooting this photo and video, um, we've got we've got the ship rockers, we've got the artists performing, we've got a cool venue. It's a fun vibe. It's vacation vibes. People are have been looking forward to this all year. There's palm trees, sand. We're we have great subjects and subject matter to be shooting. So we're very fortunate. Um, I, I said before that, um, like if someone complimented, you know, a, a video, it's like it, it would take a Herculean effort to screw it up, no matter who shot it. I mean, you're, you're dealing with such great ingredients. So you could have someone, if you had 10 different people shoot an event like this, you, you'd get 10 different vibes, 10 different looks on how they want to edit. But in the end, it, they're all going to be great, you know, because we're, we're, we're dealing with, I mean, we're very fortunate that that's, that's a very uh, nice part of what we're doing. It's fun. Um, uh, it's, uh, you know, dramatic lighting, all of it. It's awesome. Um, but as yeah. far as the, um, as far as editing, yeah, I mean, it's, we go through a pretty extensive process and get it down. Like you, you mentioned the, 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 the collar pop, um, audio is it's a huge part of every video. Um, the 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 transitions it's all linked to uh to the audio it's 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 a very important part of it um down to you know the micro frame and uh it's something i just learned over time um uh being a a, a drummer helps not always though because i didn't have a great meter when i played drums <laughs> But, uh, but just to be aware of when something, when you transition in and out of a scene and, and to, to go with the vibe of the music at that time, um, that's one of the, that's one of the really fun parts of editing a video. When you get to that point where you're, you're just down to the microframes, just putting polishes on that. Um, the transitions you that's one that Justin mentioned I a couple of my favorites were I think there were two different Papa Roach transitions that you've done that were really cool there was the one from the theater I forget which year and then there was another one I think from this from the last this last time that they were on where he kind of you know does this and the whole frame kind of goes up with it 
Hmm. I'm spacing which year it is. I forget the years. Well, that in <laughs> but, 19, yeah, when they headlined, yeah. which is great. Um, and that was the year, you know, as far as Justin is how we go about editing. It's it's kind of different every year. There's some years I'll have like a list of ideas that I want to to execute. Um and I just think of of potential songs that might work for the soundtrack and and I'm like, oh I I, I just when I'm listening to the song, you know, in advance of Shipwrecked, I'll I'll just be, what am I seeing? Um and for example, I mean to get real technical, there was it was before Shiprock 2018. And um I knew uh I I really wanted to work in a section of this nothing more song. And I was stoked that they were on. Um, but their song Don't Stop. And I was listening. And I'm like, well, I don't know when, if it'll be part of the big after movie or like the little short one we do right after uh, the cruise is over. And it ended up being that one, the latter one. I took this section, this one little section of their song. It just, it just had so much vibe. And I love the message of don't stop. And it, it just, it rocks and it just gelled with everything that is ship rock. And, uh, there's this part towards the end of the song where there's this uh, there's where the uh, kind of the drums and cymbals come back in. It's just this whoosh sound at, at the very end of the song. And I was like, hey, man, that would be really cool to get someone just like splashing the camera, like that whoosh sound. And uh, I made this note, like, all right, we got to find when we go to the beach, we got to find someone to do that. And it ended up working, you know, its way into that that little edit that we did. Um, uh, but then there's times when, and I believe it was 2019, the year you were talking about, Alan, where when uh, Papa Roach was was headlining, and it was the Western theme. And I remember, like, there's, I remember, even though I'm not on social, any social media, like, I'll sometimes. I'll I'll read I'll read like comments just to see what's going on. Uh, and I remember like all the a lot of ship rockers from Texas were were really saying, you know, we don't talk like that when we were playing up all the old West stuff. <laughs> you know, the, with the old uh, with that theme that year, and uh, but I knew like this this there was going to be this like old West vibe, and. I remember getting on Shiprock that year and didn't have a, I didn't have a whole lot of ideas. I was, but I wasn't worried because I knew we would just get, you know, a great, bunch of great footage as, as it always, it always works out that way. Um, but didn't really kind of formulate a plan until, uh, you know, we got home. And I, I remembered I had a, a buddy of mine who's like an Americana uh, singer songwriter. And he had told me, because I had done, done some favors for him, um, you know, visual, with, with visuals. And he said, man, if you ever need any music, just tell me. I'll be happy to do something for it. Let me, let me help you in some way. And I'm, I was editing one day. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I got, a, I got this idea. And I took that 
um, uh, the Papa Roach song, Who Do You Trust? You know, it starts out real soft. Down, 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 down. And so I, I kept listening to that song and how we would start the video. And then uh, I was like, wait, it's, it's a Western theme. I was like, I called him. I said, I got, dude, I got something I need you to do. And I came over to his little home studio and I played him the riff and I had him play that riff on a dobro. And so, uh, you know, he sat there and he's like, down, 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 down. <laughs> and so uh, and I remember running it by Alan. I was like, what do you think? What do you think? And uh, I think the, the first version was, was really long. And you're like, well, like maybe shorten it up a little. <laughs> well, because it had the cool graphics though. That was the thing. It was like, yeah, you had really great kind of zoom into this Western town. And it did, it did feel like it dragged on a little bit too long, but it wasn't because of the Dobro or anything else. It's just, I, I'm always thinking about the fans watching it and like, they want to get to the meat. Yeah, they don't like. And, the I, and I was like, "Wait, let the wait, the wait, the wait." <laughs> they don't like. No, they, they, don't like they don't like the foreplay. They want to just. Yeah, get in. But uh, <laughs> but it worked out great. I, I I love that intro. I think it's I think it's one of the. It's one of those things that just worked out. It's fun. One of the better intros. Speaking of foreplay, uh, <laughs> you kind of brushed by it. You're a drummer. Well, hang on. Before we get to the drummer thing, oh. I have to say one thing about editing. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Edit Chad. that out, Al. I, 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 <laughs> so you mentioned the editing, and and one thing I think, and Chris Chris hasn't mentioned this, they start editing on the ship. That's what's crazy to me is that there's, and I don't know who it is on your team that's sitting there. My son who does video editing, and I was telling him about it. It's like your your guy sits there and he's just like, <clears throat> I mean, he edits so fast. And so, I mean, and, and I usually, I guess it's for the little piece that we put out right after the cruise, but yeah, you guys, you guys are literally already thinking about editing ideas and, and things before you're even done. I mean, I think one time I came in the production office and he was sitting there working on some little mini edit of, of some cool shot that you guys had gotten. And I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, oh, we're working, you know, we're, he's working up an edit. And I'm like, already? Yeah. <laughs> you know? So yeah, in order to, yeah. It's so really like awesome how quickly you guys get to it. Thank you. Again, yeah. a testament to how organized your team is and, and how thinking ahead and how much you guys care. Yeah. Well, that we do. We care a lot. Yes. Yes. Faith okay, no more. So, uh, <laughs> sorry. So now, no, 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 no. Uh, it's be, because of the rhythm. You got to keep that rhythm and blues yeah. going on throughout the ship. So, uh, you know, with the, having that great of rhythm, is it because you're a drummer? Do you play drums? I heard you play drums. Tell us about your drum skills. I, I, I I drummed for well I mean I never stopped drumming but I drummed in gosh I started when I was about eleven you know started out on snare and then I inherited my brother's kit because he didn't want to use it anymore and uh, and that's really can you imagine that was that's how it all ended oh Justin's back hey did you, when you say you snare are it. you talking about like <laughs> are you talking about marching band or our high school band or because I played marching bass drum. Are you, are that, you referring to snare just yeah, in school? Yeah. Okay. Well, what, so I started out on snare and then then evolved into drum set. So by like seventh, eighth, ninth grade, I was doing anything with drums, like concert Same. band, orchestra, symphonic band, jazz band. I only did one year 
of, uh, of marching band and, uh, I played the triples. Nice. Uh, but in, so, yeah. So, uh, and I was in a rock band also a cover band all through high school and had fun with that. But, uh, what kind then of covers? when I, what's that? What kind of covers are we talking about here? We, we hard rock. We no, started out with. Let me get a uh, peep into your soul, bud. Yeah. What kind of colors are about here? We're talking about we, some it, Dio or Winger. It, 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 Eva, we didn't do any Winger. A um, <laughs> lot God. of lot of uh, Black Sabbath. Gotcha. Um, Van Halen. Satan worshiping uh, shit. Gotcha. UFO. We did. I remember we did UFO. Um, Deep Purple. Right. You know, classic, classic hard rock, rock stuff. Led Zeppelin, yeah. Rush. We didn't do any Rush. Showing your age, Chris. But I, but you yeah. Give, give the old Rush. <laughs> You're a drummer, right? You don't play Rush. Well, he's kind of the blonde. I mean, I've always thought Chris is kind of like the blonde Getty Lee. I mean, that's why he always. Yeah. Always, yeah. You know, oh, you, it's funny you mentioned that. You know who said that one time? It was on. It was on Motorhead's yeah. motorboat, and we were. We were doing the uh, the meet and greet photos, and I'm standing in front of you know of of uh, you know the band for an hour, and standing in front of God, and Phil uh, kept leaning over to Mickey, and he was whispering something. He's staring at me, and I'm like, "What?" I like I couldn't hear him. I'm like, "What?" He goes, "You look a little bit like Getty Lee." <laughs> I was like. Nope. Okay. You'll always be you'll always be Spicoli, man. That's it. You're, you're just Spicoli, dude. That's it. Like I do. Do I look like Getty Lee? A little. So Chris has played. I think is this of of Ask for Staff. He's played the most times on Shiprock as a drummer. Well, second to Al McManus. True. In terms of performing he's, live, on the he's ship. torn it up. Yeah. Yeah, um, you guys should just be in a band together right now, two piece. Well, yeah. yeah. Just right. you know, in a full on band, like quit your lives, get right. in the van. Hey man, Start you know what? We, if local <laughs> yeah. if local age can do it, these guys can do it. Yeah. So Chris, so awesome. leave your family. The drummer thing. So you you were telling us the story before we came on. Um, a lot of people don't know is that you came on and you did stowaways and you did uh, Almond Brothers Whipping Post. Well, you were filling in for Shannon Larkin, who unfortunately couldn't make the cruise uh, in the last minute. So, to have kudos to you for stepping in and filling in for Shannon. And now you can say that you uh, you bumped Shannon Larkin from his spot. Yeah, right. <laughs> Put that on your business card. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So you're still playing currently, then? But yeah, I Obviously. I I still play now, but just for fun. I'll just throw on. Mm -hmm throw on some headphones, play along to some music for, you know, just for a little escape. Little that reminds exercise. me of the movie um, uh, Empire Records when uh, the store owner who plays drums, if you haven't, have you seen the movie Empire Records? No. Uh -uh. Oh, well, I won't bore you with the details, but essentially the boss of the store, the record store that they work at, he, every time that he gets uh, super pissed off at the young staff for stealing money or whatever, he goes into the back office, closes the door, shuts the blinds and just hammers on some like drums with headphones. Nice. You should watch nice. the movie. It's great. Cool. I will. <laughs> hey, hey, Chris, one thing we can't, we have to bring up is that when people go into the meet and greet, uh, they need to realize that you and your crew have been setting up the meet and greet setting up all the backdrops the lighting everything and at times i think now a lot of times like the the ship 
photography crew is, is taking over the assignment of shooting, right? Depends on the year. It depends, depends on the year. Yeah. Depends, it's but a, they, they have to realize that you're in there for hours before setting that all up. It just doesn't happen. So again, uh, kudos to your team and you for for getting that all done because it it does run real smooth, or at least the best you know of our ability. I think. I mean, again, he does all this amazing photography and video work throughout the course of the shit. But then they have to go and shoot the meet and greets, which is you know point and click and point and click. And yeah, I mean that's just. I love it. I mean, I, and I yeah. and like I like i'll just refer it depends on the year sometimes that service is available and um mm. and because it's it's just like of this repetitive thing you know they can handle it it's 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 what uh, what's that it's what they do i mean yeah i mean exactly yeah. so um but i i've always enjoyed shooting the mean grease i would do that all, i mean it's it's fun um, it's your most relaxed time for sure it's it's so cool to watch people come in and and you know meet the band they came there to see and watch the interaction and and cement that moment for them. Um, that's that's always that's and I know it means a lot to a lot of ship rockers. It's an important part uh, of the of the cruise. Well, you touched on the word moment. I mean, that's really the meet and greets. I will tell you. I mean, statistically, we don't do a lot of guests in terms of you know, how many guests go through to do meet and greets and, and how many total guests are on the ship. And that, and it changes from year to year in terms of the numbers. And sometimes the lines are too long and people won't deal. I wish we could do it with every single guest and every single artist, but with 24 bands and over 3000 people, it's just not logistic. We could do meet and greets all day, every day, and probably make sure everybody got a picture with their favorite band, but that's not what the cruise is about. We offer it and, and we're happy to, but you, you do get to witness those moments where, you know, those fans who were most excited and most wanting to be to to go and to meet the artist and to have their picture made. And, you know, we try to offer that, too, so that they're not having a bum rush artist all day, you know, through the course of the cruise. But it's again, just getting back to the to the charm and to the to the whole thing about Shiprock. It's about the fans. I mean, it's really about giving them the opportunity to have those moments, you know, with the artists that they love and with each other. And yeah. uh, so it's cool that you get to witness that. Yeah, so let me, let me, let me bring this up. It. We all see it in different places throughout the course of the cruise, each cruise, but you're really, you know, it's under a microscope right there. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So speaking of fans, um, Chris, you mentioned earlier and, and Alan can chime on this too. Do, are they going to be expecting any more film, short films or clips that they're going to have uh, from 2020? Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. We'll just kind of drop those during the year. Yes. Okay. All right. Great. Yeah, we we'll have, more. We, there's one coming here pretty quick. I think we had, we had some footage that uh, we were waiting on from a guest, I think. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. So, um, so Chris, now we're going to enter the part of the show. Walk the plank. Walk the plank. Walk the plank. Where Chad and I, and usually a fan will ask the third question, but this time we're going to give it to, to Alan to ask his own question. It's okay. not related to anything we've been talking about. It's sometimes very esoteric. It makes you look into your soul, and that's what we want from you. So we're going to let Chad ask the first question. Wow. Hey, man. Uh, so question one, what is it that you complain about the most? Uh, probably ask him. <laughs> <laughs> ask him. Oh, man. What do I complain about the most? Don't be shy. Ah. Uh, Sounds complaining oh, already. I, yeah, exactly. 
question? <laughs> questions, man. These random questions. Uh, what do I complain about? Um, I mean, probably about people not being kind. I don't know. It says a lot about your character. I just, I don't know. I just, yeah, I probably complain about that. That makes total sense. Chris, for those who don't know, I mean, you can't tell this video. Chris is probably one of the nicest. He's, ha I think he's Canadian. <laughs> really is one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. He, there's not a there's not a there's not a mean negative bone in his body. Every time I've ever sat down with Chris and, and shared time with Chris, he's just been he's pleasant, he's nice, he's Canadian. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Chris, you hey. fuck, man, for for real. Like your whole energy is straight up fucking. You're Thank awesome. Thank you, Chad. Thank you. Yeah. Good answer, by the way. I'll, I'll, I'm going to hand the mic back over to Justin. All right. Uh, Chris. All right. How would you define right. in integrity? Integrity. How would you define it? Um, without Google, right? <laughs> no, let's get your DuckDuckGo version of it. Um, someone that has integrity. Um, What's it mean to you? Doesn't have to be about what means, you think it is. It means loyalty, honesty, um, honesty, uh, always focused on what is right, um, what's for the greater good. Um, integrity uh the answer is chris bradshaw yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyone who will point out that that uh where there is there is a wrong being done like there that it should be uh it should be i don't know not stopped or uh attacked or anything but i mean just someone's always Looking out for the greater good, honesty, loyal. Yeah, I like those. Okay. Uh, Chris, if I was to sum you up on integrity, there's many things about your character. I think I think it's delivering on what you promised. Ah, well, thank and you. And that, obviously, your work is one of the things. I mean, you, you I don't think you over-promise, but you always over-deliver. So yeah, that's to me is when I think about your work ethic, that's something I always think about. Yeah, I, he, Chris has Thank one of the you. best ethic, work ethics of anybody I know, and I think that I mean, like I said earlier, he cares. I mean, he shows up, he gives a shit, he wants to make sure it's right. You know, he's he 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 will work. I mean, we you and I have had many conversations during editing where we'll we find pick and tune and whatever and. And you, you, it doesn't matter. You'll make it right. You know, you'll like, no, I want to go back and fix this. There's this one little thing. So it's, I mean, he really does care and he really, you know, he really does work hard and, and, uh, he's, he's an amazing part of our family and, and part of our crew. And, you know, not just with Shiprock. I mean, he's worked with us on all of our cruises. He's worked all the S4 cruises. He's worked all the motorboat cruises and ship hop and our sports cruises yeah. that we've done. So he's, uh, you know, he, 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 He's an incredible human being, and uh, and we're blessed to have him as part of our team. Wow. So, I do I get a question? You do. You get to make I mean, your own you. question. Thank I'm you. 
I'm going to keep it crew centric because I can't think of anything else. <laughs> this is all I think about. But um, of all the cruises that we've done together, of the Shiprock cruises, boat or boat, uh, the uh, the sports cruises, what is your? And this is probably this may not be an easy thing to answer. And I've, I don't think I've ever asked you this, but what is your most memorable moment? What is your all time favorite? The thing that just immediately sticks out in your brain is this was the one of the coolest, best, most awesome, or maybe worst. I don't know. But what 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 is the what is the biggest best memory you have of of working on our events? Uh, There's a lot. Man, I know there I are. Well, and, and yeah, and I think I, I I've I've thought about and I've been asked like, oh, what's been your favorite one? You know, that's a among ship rockers too. That's a popular question or pop uh, a popular discussion. And there's just gosh, there's just so many. There's so many great. Every year is great. I mean, there's just it's uh uh and every every year has special moments. Um but I I I'm man I, I'm gonna lean towards one and it's it it's kind of corny, but in a way I think it's perfect. Um it was uh it was Shiprock 2016 and that that year was really special for uh several reasons uh visually related and there was just some of my favorite photos moments favorite moments were from that year um i don't know it it was it it had to do with the the theme nights um some great interaction with um uh band members and the ship rockers. Um, but I, I have favorites from every single cruise. Um, but, but I guess the moment that sticks out is it happened during the, the eighties theme night. And I I've said this so many times that that theme night was just out of control. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if, I, it's just gotten bigger and funnier and better over the years because you just, you know, oh, that it's just everything magnifies when you're looking, you know, the further you get from it. But uh, there was that 80s band Rubik's, Rubik's Cube. Cube. Yeah. And so I remember I ran up to to get some footage and I was I was on like the kind of the, the back of the stage trying to shoot some of the the activity of the band and the crowd and um i think i think rj hale had come up to play hot for teacher mm -hmm. and there's like a big pillsbury dough boy <laughs> inflatable in the back of the stage right. there was just but anyhow the the moment was the look looking out into the, the deck crowd with all of these outfits and there were, there was Mork and Mindy, there was Alf, there was Cheech and Chong, mm -hmm. there was Strawberry Shortcake, <laughs> um, there was uh, a giant Smurf head. Oh, there were lots of Smurfs on that Oh one. my God, some, some people were painted and then yeah. some had like a 
like one dude had a giant Smurf head. Um, I remember Wayne was dressed as Mr. T. Yeah. But anyhow, I'm looking out into the crowd and there's like it it, in all my years shooting. There's there's been like a couple moments when I just I forgot where I was and I just I got lost in the moment. Yeah. With no bad intention, but I just I literally just forgot. But uh, I kind of snuck. I was sneaking out on stage a bit, and this cover band was just all about having fun. They didn't care. We could just walk right out. And um, I just was drawn to the crowd. I wanted to get a quick, wide shot of the entire crowd, just shooting out into the sea of just craziness because they're jumping and singing along to the music. And uh, so I kind of tiptoe out and somewhere along that way, I, I forgot where I was. And I, I went downstage center and I'm standing there and I'm, I'm looking through my camera, taking a photo and I'm just staring, just smiling like, oh my gosh. And I, and I take another one and I'm just like, and I'm, I was just <laughs> lost. And uh, man behind you. And next thing you know, there's someone next to me singing, and I'm like, "What the? F- <laughs> like, what are you doing? What are you?" And I dawned on me. I'm like, "Oh, I'm standing front and center downstage while this band's performing, just looking <laughs> at photos." And I was like, "Awesome, though. Oh, you got shoot. you got lost for the moment. That's great, man. That's. I mean, and, that's. I love nobody that. Cared. No, nobody cared because I mean everybody is lost in the moment. That's the I love yeah. that, man. I mean, <laughs> I could go off on a whole thing about passion and and like artists being in the zone and and fans being in the zone. And you were in the zone, and I love that. And I will tell you that one of, I, I will no diss to Shiprock, but I think my fondest memory of all the cruises we've done, you were a part of, and it was on motorboat when we presented them with their 40th anniversary cake. Yep. And Lemmy came around to cut the cake and he had this huge grin on his face. And yeah. I'm like, no, Lemmy doesn't smile. God doesn't smile. And, and, and to this day, I was like, holy shit, we made God smile. That's and, cool. I remember so, that. It was such a cool moment. And you were standing right there taking all the pictures. I think you were in front. You might have been behind or to the side. I forget. But um, but that moment where we brought that cake up and and you were like, we got to get make sure we get all this all this because it was you know i mean it was what a month before he died or two a month and a half or something before he died yeah and yeah. uh so i i love that we were able to have that you know i was just standing off to the side watching you were you were capturing the whole thing and that i love a- i love that you were able to capture a moment where he's you know a couple times on that cruise i think where he smiled yeah oh, I yeah that was that, that that was a good one that was a good one alan good yeah. moment we made we made God smile, Jazz. Yeah, that's so cool. But I mean, your story your story about what you just described and what, how Alan uh, summed it up is perfectly getting lost in that moment. You know, I don't know if you ever. It sounded to me like you might have just had a, like a momentary acid flashback. I don't know if you ever did any of that shit. But, I said he, but, he probably peaked. Yeah, you're it, like, wasn't, it wasn't the 
it was it wasn't the half the Wilson halftime show. I can tell you that. <laughs> but the, I mean, seriously, that's a lost in a moment thing. I think we've all had them here. In if you're listening, you definitely have it because you're listening to the Shiprock podcast. Uh, but here on this on this specific episode, I can't mm-hmm. even count on ten fingers how many times that that's happened. But there's always that one, right? So. Those are great answers, Chris. Thanks for being here. <laughs> My pleasure. Thank you. It's good yeah. to see you guys. This yeah, is fun. Too, so, Chris, one last question before we tie this up and let you get back to your life. Um, anything shiprockers in the in the future can do to get your attention and get one of their get a photo? What can they do? What can they? How do you how do you choose which shiprockers you're getting photos of? They do anything special? No. Um... I have had, uh, I actually do like when um, someone, we've been stopped before where um, someone said, hey, I've never been in the after movie. I've never been in the, you know, the the recap. And it's like, okay, well, let's do it right now. Let's, whether it's just flash some horns or, um, or uh, I remember one time we were on the beach. Um, someone said, Hey, we've never been okay. You are now. And I'll remember it. So I guess if, if you want, just, yeah, just wave, let us know. Simple um, as that. All right. Yeah. Just say, okay. Hey, um, 3000 of them, but we can always try. Yeah. So if you, you see say Chris say, Hey, yeah. Hey. Anyway, uh, any up. last words, guys? Any, any last words, Alan, anyone, Chad? No, man, I just, I thank, thanks, Chris, dude, seriously for everything. You know, I mean, pleasure. It's been a fun ride, man. This is just to, to, to watch what you, what you started and, you know, you, and Justin, I had talked about this before where it's just how this thing has just grown and to, to witness it and, and be a part of a team because there's a lot of people busting butt on this and have been for a long time we have a great team of people and uh just to watch watch it grow to what it's become has been it's it's been fun and it's it's been an honor to be a part of and it's it's been great i appreciate the trust alan i mean i I trust you implicitly i mean that one of the things is really great about our team you especially but everybody is we really everybody enjoys what they do even if they're just our temporary staff for the season or whatever but it's it here's the thing it doesn't suck <laughs> what, what we do doesn't suck no you know i mean there's a, every year is different every year has its own personality every year has its own thing in and uh so in that way it keeps it fresh for us but it's always fun it's a shit ton of work i mean jesus we all we all work our asses off especially chris I was honestly of all our our crew production probably stage production works you know as as hard as Chris does although I I think Chris probably works harder but he you know I mean he 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 is uh he shows up and he gives a shit and 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 he has fun doing it cuz none of this sucks none of it sucks man. get to go on cruises and watch bands and go <laughs> If I can be so bold, I think you might have just came up with a new Making Waves uh, theme. It it doesn't suck. (laughs) Making Waves. Shit, Rob Podcast. Speaking of, guys, tonight's tonight's episode uh, didn't suck. So uh, thank you again, everyone, for for checking us out. Uh, 
Make sure, guys, if you check out Making Waves, subscribe to us. And that way you never miss an episode and tell all your friends about us. Let's let's keep growing this thing. Again, yeah. we want to thank Chris Bradshaw for joining us tonight. And um, we'll look forward to some of his other output coming up here, guys. We'll get some stuff out there for you. Keep everyone excited. Keep everyone engaged. For myself and Chad, and, and thank you, Alan, the captain, tonight for joining us. This was, this was a really great surprise. We want to thank the rest of the staff here. We want to thank our producer, Al McManus, our engineer, Jen Zito, our coordinator, Heather Smith, as well, for making this thing happen weekly. Cabins are still available, so go to shiprock.com. Um, oh. Also, check out the merch uh, we have available for 2022. And we'll be back next week with a, with a new episode. And look for this to drop this coming Monday. So check it out. You guys uh, tonight got a, an earful of how the uh, video and uh, photography team works. So thank you again, Chris. Chad, Alan, have a great weekend, guys. Hi, this is Chad Nicefield. And this is Justin Press. We're the host of Making Waves, the Shiprock Podcast, a part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. We're inviting you to sail away with us on an epic journey in musical enlightenment. Every week, we bring you only the best artists in rock music and discuss everything from the cruise to the stage to the saga of being a professional recording artist. We'll have lots of special guests along the way, so tune in every week. Your stateroom is available every Monday morning, so welcome aboard.